you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier. Connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. The Around the NFL Podcast is recovering from the trade tsunami. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined by a room filled with some heroes to my left. Oh, yeah, she's back. Lindsay Rhodes to my right. Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people? Hey, hey. Yes, Lindsay's back. (sighs) Greg, you missed it. You were still downstairs. Lindsay came into the studio with a shimmy. That's it, a, wow. I don't know. Legs was, were kicking out, too. It was a whole thing. And I, early. I feel like it was a little bit more uh, like modern than a shimmy. My dancing <laughs> style, I don't know that I would describe as shimmy. It was like an evolutionary shimmy. <laughs> I mean, it's nothing you would see on an MTV video right now. Like, I'm not like Drake video ready, but, no. you know, it's a little bit more in like, that category than shimmy. Yeah. I mean, if you did like a, a Drake video dance, that would be <laughs> wild. We'd be like, are the cameras on? Lindsay walked in twerking. <laughs> That did not happen. Um, all right. Let's isolate that audio. <laughs> so Lindsay's with us. That too. <laughs> uh, Greg, how are you? We're off to a great start. I'm, I'm outstanding. Greatest uh, shimmy of all time, I think, An- Antoine Walker. Uh, yes, great he shimmy. really knew how to do it. He had the shoulders. And, you know, he had a little bit of, like, extra meat on him. Yeah. So he had, like, the man boobs would be moving a little bit. Whoa. What? I'm just keeping it real, like. Antoine Walker really He got that two hundred million dollar contract and he came back, yeah. <laughs> a little bigger. Uh, so Lindsay, of course, you know as uh, the co anchor. Hell, hell he's not here. The anchor of NFL Total Access, the flagship program of he's NFL. He's not here, Network. he's not listening. We can call me whenever we want. Which is on uh, six times a week, and Lindsay is your weekday source for all things news, seven PM Eastern. That's right. I mean, I'm excited for today's program. Lindsay co-hosting with Tiffany Blackman. I know, right? Whoa, Lindsay and Tiff. Put that on the DVR. And we have guests on guests on guests. We've got Josh Norman. We have Chris Long. We have Indomitian Sue. That's pretty good. How about the idea of uh, rebranding and like TA7 call it? TA7? Yeah. Remember like SC6? Was that what it was? Oh, got it. Yes, okay. Little TA7 with Linz and Tiff? Yeah, that, that went well for it. them, so <laughs> right. we should definitely go down that road. <laughs> the seven. Uh, the seven. Okay, that's stupid. We have so much to get to today. Uh, since we have Lindsay here, um, and Lindsay, you know, part of your job, Lindsay, is you read promos all the time, I'm sure. You've been doing it for years. Mm-hmm. So we, we thought maybe we'd offer some copy to you and you using your professional broadcaster voice. Uh, read some promos, fake promos. I'm excited. Promos that Greg and I really would love to hear or maybe promos we'd really hate to hear. Well, in my case, I made them all 
promo, total access promos. It was very specific. Yeah. I've seen these total access promos that are on all day because I've got the TV on when we're here, here right. at work. They're about 15 seconds long. It's usually Lindsay, sometimes Dan Helley, reading them. Let's not bring up Dan. Teasing the total access. So these are promos I do not want to hear. Those are mine. All you don't want to hear. I Yeah. I Mine are a little more know. up and down. Uh, we'll do some news, including a little punter revenge talk. Didn't think that was going to happen. Dun, dun, dun. And yes, I've been teasing it for uh, the first two shows this week, but I think it could happen today. <laughs> we will hit the mailbag. Uh, but before we do that, uh, Mark Sessler, I don't know if you're aware of this, Lindsay. I am so aware and jealous. Yes, Mark is on a USO tour uh, with a bunch of NFL players, including Mark Ingram, uh, former NFL coach Rex Ryan is there, and Mark knows of Carlos course, Dunlop. Carlos Dunlop. And he's a great player. I feel like he hasn't gotten a lot of pop on this, so just you're right. Mario Addison, Latavius Murray. Yeah. And I feel like it's been Latavius nice and group. Rex and Ingram that have starred on Mark's Insta stories. Yeah, so my dog Mark with a C. <laughs> there's Mark Ingram right there. Um, so Mark had been speaking t- of dogs texting me all week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that oh, that was foreshadowing in retrospect. Interesting. Uh, that he was gonna he was looking to get us a big fish. He wanted to get Rex Ryan. He obviously knows my affinity for the Jets and, and, and my dad's affinity for the Jets. He finally got Rex uh, to uh, chime in. So here was the video slash audio sent to my phone today. Lindsey Fulton, hit it. Hey, podcast guys. It's Rex Ryan here out in Germany having a great time on this USO tour. And, and a shout-out to Dan's dad especially. Uh, I know you're a huge fan and all that kind of stuff, but – This has been absolutely terrific over here. And if anybody gets an opportunity to come out and and support the troops and and to be around and and have the opportunity to to meet some of the the men and women here, you ought to to do that. And it's been a special trip for me, and and it's been a special trip for all these guys. Being around all these players, I miss coaching, you know. Mm. uh, so we'll see. Who knows what's going to happen down the road? Mm, but wow. just a shout Breaking out news. to everybody and, and Dan's dad. Take care, buddy. Did, All right, bye. Did he just essentially tell your dad that he wants to be a coach <laughs> in the NFL again? I thought that was fascinating. Great job by Mark. I, my response was to Mark was legends, both of you. And, and I already sent it to Keith, who was all fired up. I thought that was fascinating that Rex knows that this is a, a platform. This is an NFL media entity. He doesn't know how tremendously popular we are probably. But yeah, he's probably podca- like, podcast guys. Yeah, it's like if they're sending this Sessler bro, this Mark with a C, they must be somebody. So he, I think, was trying to drop some news. Hey, come and get me, anybody. It's a little bit sad, but also yeah, I hope Rex not, comes back. Not sad at all, I don't think. Not a surprise it, when I think about it. If you, if I now that he said it, and I think about it, kind of of course Rex Ryan wants to continue coaching. I believe in the NFL because that's just kind of right. who he is. He can't, you know. Suck. We haven't heard that though. He worked. No. He's under contract with ESPN. Is he? It? Well, he can leave. He, he can well, my point leave is these you know. TV jobs. He's still yeah. collecting money. Wait, I would assume from wait, the bills, what? but he got that They're, money. They, they what? Send them a paycheck. I mean, TV jobs are legitimate jobs, people. They're, they're <laughs> legit, but he's not getting the juice. Yeah, Greg. He's not getting the juice in the 9.15 a.m. C block with old, you know, Tim Hasselbeck that he was getting on <laughs> Sunday afternoons on the sidelines. No, I think it's a totally fair point. And little, that was an unprompted little Tim Hasselbeck drive by there. But not, a, not like, at all. He wasn't like, hey, he, do you want to get back into coaching? Has yeah. this made you miss? He was just like, hey, Dan's dad, I was just thinking. Well, yeah. he, he should, and I, and I think if he wants – He's going to have to not be a head coach, though, I think. Or he's probably he's going to have to come DC. to the terms to be a coordinator again. And if he wants to do that, I bet he could get back in. And just I don't think it's sad like he's a pathetic man. I mean, just I kind of. Who was suggesting that? Greg seemed to be hinting at it. that Oh, it wasn't sad at all. It's sad in the sense that, I yeah. I didn't get that from no, the comment at all. I think that was all Dan. I picked up on it. I'm sorry you didn't, Lindsay. That was really <laughs> what it was about. But he just misses it. And it's been going to be two years. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thank you to Rex Ryan. Mark, get home soon, buddy. Is your dad's day going to be made? Yeah, I think it's a pretty cool thing. You know, dad's been a Jets fan for like 50 years, 40 years. So to hear from one of the more successful head coaches in franchise history, it's pretty cool. Certainly one of the most well-loved, you know, during his tenure. He's definitely, I mean, 
Not that, there, a, not that there's that many ones that were well-loved during their Yeah, time. I mean, we'll use the word sad again. The organization, it's kind of a sad history post-Namath. He was one of the most charismatic figures in the history of the Jets, yeah. post-Joe, and is. Uh, all right, that was cool. Let's do some news. I mean, that was appropriately dramatic. Well, what's going on with these uniform reveals? Isn't it getting a little bit? And I know every the NFL. Nope. And, and I will not. Uh, we don't have to recycle what Mark Cuban said once upon a time about the NFL. But do we need the Greek chorus uh, screaming and, and the dramatic music? Well, and, and imagine him walking out. It's a blue helmet. <laughs> walking out. He, Marcus Mariota is walking out onto a big stage. Right. In front and, of a big drum kit. And I hear you. It seems like a lot. <laughs> With the smoke machine. But they had like 20,000 fans showed up. So maybe it's not too much. Right. Like this was covered. I, I went on Twitter Tuesday night and it was top to bottom. Titans uniform reveal analysis, coverage, hot takes from everyone in my timeline. Does it have to look like a Rush concert in 1977, though? I don't know. I just feel like I, a I little thought it worked. I OTT. loved it. And I loved for the Titans that they got so many people to come out. And as several people pointed out to I'm me amazing. after I tweeted out, this is for there were 20,000 people. The pictures were insane. And I was like, this is for a uniform reveal in April. And people were like, and a Florida Georgia line concert <laughs> like they did actually play there. <laughs> OK, so, so that, some it, people might have shown up for that. Oh, but yeah, I didn't but know that. Still in a Titan- what concert? Florida Georgia line. I know I, I said the same thing, but I've heard of them. They're apparently a country band. Um. Uh, but still, that was a Titans event. Yeah. That they uh, check it uh, out. If you go to NFL.com, really the article that's up announcing it, watch the video. It's just a funny video. And uh, do you guys any comments, uh, yay or nay, on the Titans uniform? I like them. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not like Dave Damashek uniform uh, connoisseur, but mm-hmm. but I, I liked them. Yeah, I he's always they offended cool. when I'm like, well, I don't know, I don't have a big yeah. you know opinion one yeah. way or another. He's like, the, I, how do you not have an opinion? The only opinions I uh, the only uniforms I have opinions on are like Oregon's when they go, they have to be really off the right. wall, and I like the uglier the better. Actually, so I take that back. I like the bumblebees. I like. I like the oh, I like, like all the gruesome. yeah I like all the ugly just like off the wall NFL uniforms I like those the, I think I, are awesome yeah and but if it's just a slight variation like oh we put a little flame coming right. off of it's the tee like I don't care um, I've been wearing a Titans hat occasionally in the mornings when I drop really? off my kids because uh, we got free hats here you're in a weird place as a football <laughs> May and it's just like ah oh, this hat looks pretty good. You know, if the hair is a little long, you're dropping your kids off at school. Just wear you, on the old Titans hat. Do people think you're John Robinson? I mean, because I could see it. Like you put a Titans hat on you, and you know you could sell mm. kind of like uh, uh, that you're a relative. Um, there aren't many people wearing the, those Titans hats, and yeah, they're kind of like a. And I joke around about the Titan stuff. They're a bit of an anonymous franchise. Uh, so, and the uniforms to me are part of the uh, that type of thing they get dinged with. I don't, I'm not that hot about him. Not too hot in the pants about him, Greg. I, w- I was hotter on the fact that they got the turnout that they did and the concept of a possible draft in Nashville because I think that is a perfect mm. NFL city for a draft. Like, they're not necessarily, Agreed. you know, a Super Bowl size, but, like, that is a perfect city to host a draft. And I'm getting a little hotter about uh, the, the cover art for Anything Goes, the LP by Florida Georgia Line. <laughs> I'm just saying these. <laughs> He's, guys. like, Googling that. They have a lot wow. going on. Just check it out. Well, I'll give since this is an audio format. I'll give a description: one hundred percent pure sex. Whoa! Uh, and by the way, NFL.com/slash Hansis. It's two men standing in front of a brick wall. Uh, uh, you could read about. I just did a little deep dive the last twenty twenty years or so. How teams have fared in their first year after a uniform change. Is there a correlation? I don't know. Read the copy. All right. Let's well, get. Well, yeah. give us like a. Is it well, mostly a, good or mostly bad? There's something I have, a, there. I have a low attention span. Give me a headline. Okay. You want to just, uh, I'll give you a quick rundown of teams where it worked out. You ready? The Bucks. I call it the Bucks effect. 1997. The Bucks were one of the most hapless franchises in the league. Change their uniform immediately, become a powerhouse in the NFC, went in the Super Bowl. Um, other teams like the, the Browns had a pretty radical change uh, 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 three years ago. They, they're 1 in 31 since. So that's like the counter. But. 
the Ravens won the Super Bowl after changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Broncos went back to back after changing. Uh, the Giants went to the Super Bowl after putting okay. NY on NY so, on the helmet. Let me interrupt you and say the headline here is Titans are going to the Super Bowl. Mm. Maybe. Obviously. Ellipses, maybe. Maybe, obviously. Definitely maybe. <laughs> All right, here we go. Start. That's a good movie. It's a better album. Ooh. Whatever. Had to come into the Oasis uh, <laughs> corner. You like Oasis? Uh, you know. No. Okay. That's, uh, that's okay. The Denver Broncos have signed Marquette King, the punter who was released by the Oakland Raiders after he was deemed not a good fit in John Gruden's uh, locker room. Uh, you would think that Marquette King would uh, not be on the market long because he's one of the better punters in the league over the last uh, three or four years. And he uh, ended up getting a nice uh, deal, a three-year deal with the Denver Broncos, uh, Greg Rosenthal. So he stays in the division, and you knew that Marquette would have something to say. Uh, he says he wants some revenge, a little punter revenge. Thoughts? That it, That's a rare thing. I mean, I, I think it's a sign we've, we've kind of run out of the newsy portion of the offseason <laughs> that this is fair. You know, our top story. But uh, that's that. Anytime you can get a punter, kind of igniting a little revenge game. I love me some revenge game, some drama between the punt. That's a new thing, so I like that. I mean, how many punters can the average NFL fan name, though? Right, and Marquette is definitely someone. He's number that, one. The majority, absolutely. Uh, he's seen to that largely because of his celebrations on the field. I oh. guess shall we call them Punting one? Of, one of which is now headed for the scrap heap. Who's that? The Buck and Bronco. Oh, yeah. He I says he's not going to do it. He could have transitioned it to be like, uh, a, that's what I'm going to do now that I'm a Bronco. But he straight told them yesterday, uh, no, I'm not going to do that anymore because I was doing that to troll y'all. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> now, now he's going to come up with like like a Chucky child's play type of thing to troll troll the Raiders. I'll set the over-under, Greg. You take it. Over-under number of personal fouls Marquette King gets in his two games against his former team this season. Half. One half. Oh, yeah, I go. I go over. Really? <laughs> so he gets one. He gets one. He's not gonna. Get He's it. gonna get one all season, but it'll come against. He's not like snatching Raiders. anyone's chains. Okay, let's you know calm no, down. You know, on just like a little extra game. celebration. Don't you think he's gonna be fired up? He if uses he, a prop or if something he, wrong. If he yeah. coffin corners one, and uh, he's gonna start going nuts. I could see him running yeah. to the sideline and gesturing. I don't know. We'll see. You're taking the under. I'm assuming. I'll take the under. Okay. Uh, moving on to the throne of ease. Brandon Cooks traded to the Rams earlier this week, and now the Pats add uh, a name to their depth chart. It is Jordan Matthews, uh, formerly of the San Diego Greybeards. He signs a one-year deal. Rap Sheet reports uh, ESPN first reported it. Of course, Matthews entered the league as a second-round pick in 2014. Lindsey had uh, some promising seasons early on in Philly. They move on, and then he kind of craters in Buffalo dealt with injury issues, 25 years old, not a bad signing. Yeah. I mean, like with all things with the Patriots, it'll either be like, how did they get this guy at such a bargain? And then he turns into a pro bowler or something like that, or he's cut before the season even starts, especially wide receivers. It's been very hit or miss in the bell check. Well, this is their thing. They always sign They've done it many times where they have seven or eight receivers that they go into camp with, and then they just see who sticks and see who works. Dante Stallworth was one of those guys this year. He stuck, uh, you know, and then sometimes they don't, and you just forget it ever happened. This- like like the Reggie Wayne era in New England. Hey, you know? now. No, I'm Wait just saying hey, hey, that hey, hits hey. a little bit too close bro, to home. That's a that's a college. I'm just saying they, it's okay, a smart bro. it's a smart it's a smart thing to do. They they have very they're deep at receiver. Receiver I am not worried about. They love getting as many slot receivers as possible. Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Jordan Matthews. That's a good top four. I don't even know if they all make the team. They you know, probably those. By the way, Dorsett, Corderell Patterson, Kenny Britt, maybe. I mean, Kenny Britt got a $24 right, million dollar contract just the, two years ago. Who knows? This is From a much Browns. more Patriots, uh, Patriot-like move to me than the OBJ rumors. Oh, yeah, like people, people who yeah. said, but there are people, there are people who think that that's a legit possibility. And, no. and Willie that's McGinnis like walked into our production meeting yesterday and did not dismiss them out of hand, which shocked me because I Willie thought knows. somebody who knows that organization so well, I thought for sure that he would walk in and go, absolutely not. And he didn't do that. And 
that feels so on Belichick in to me to go after an OBJ at the prime not, of his financial career where you're right, going to have to not, pay him top dollar. I I tweeted, there's no way OBJ in the Patriot way makes sense. And then I got a bunch of replies. What about Randy Moss? Different personalities, different stages well, of their careers. They traded a fourth-round pick and they weren't paying Different enough. stakes, That's- obviously, as well. And the whole thing about Beckham, I'm not, I don't think he's a bad guy, but he's a little bit of a different, strange cat. I don't know if he – I don't think he would fit in in that culture. And I think the Patriots feel the same way. One other thing, Greg. Your boy – and I agree with you. I don't think people should be freaking out about the Patriots wide receiver depth chart. Your boy, Julian Edelman, game based a lot on quickness and cutting ability and ability to kind of get open in, in short yeah. spaces. Going to turn 32 next month coming off an ACL. So – I would would I be stunned if he had 90 catches next year? No, but assuming he'll still be Julian Edelman, you really need him to be Julian Edelman at this stage with that group. Probably, like receiver is not a position I'm ever worried about with them. You know, they like Brandon LaFell started for one of the best Patriots I know, teams I know. of all I'm time. I know, I'm with you. I'm Rache with you. Rashad Caldwell and you know, they they always figure it out at receiver. It, there's plenty of other things I'm worried about, like the line, like the defense, the, basically the entire defense. Uh, moving on. Uh, I've talked about this before. I, I'm, I don't know how uh, Draft Day, the movie that came out four years ago starring Kevin Costner, has ha- had a lot of legs in terms of uh, cultural uh, resonance, and, and especially in the football cognoscenti. I don't even know what that means. It it gets brought up a lot. People cite draft day and different characters in draft day. Maybe it's gonna, more on my radar. Move, move she, right past the fact that you asked, said a word that no one asked, knows. She asked what, what it means. <laughs> what, the, the cognoscenti? Yeah. What the heck? It's just like the, the collective, the people that cover the game, the people involved with professional football, the the hot take pundits, the okay. people that work behind the scenes, the whole, the, the, fan, the whole cognoscenti experts, machine. Experts in the field. People. All right. People that have knowledge. I say it like six times a week on the show, so I guess you've maybe fallen a little behind. On maybe, the uh, you know, I just was like uh, ordering my coffee uh, <laughs> at that point in time. Oh, there the you drive Backpedaling. Yeah, I just missed that word. Uh, anyway, so Draft Day, despite being a box office uh, stinker and being a, a terrible movie, gets brought up all the time. And it just caught my eye. I was up uh, late last night, and I was reading Rich Semini, who covers the Jets for ESPN extremely well. And they, he was writing about... Uh, Josh Rosen, the UCLA quarterback, and the idea about, hmm, would the Jets take Rosen? Would he be a fit? These concerns about Rosen's character, is it something to take seriously? Here's what Samini wrote. The concerns go beyond his dorm room hot tub, which is awesome. We agree on that. We're all in on that. And his outspoken personality. That stuff got blown out of proportion. What raises questions amongst some scouts is whether he loves football and whether his teammates love him which is not new. We've heard that as well, but let me go on. One AFC scout told me Rosen reminds him of the character Bo Callahan in the movie Draft Day. If you need a refresher, Google it. Callahan. <laughs> Callahan. You was, need a refresher. You're not getting it here. Callahan was played by. Uh, Pause the podcast and come back later. Um, the guy from the, the Facebook movie. What was the, the tall, handsome brothers? In the Facebook Oh, the, movie. What, the Winkle, Winkle The Winklevoss twins. One of the Winklevoss twins, guys. Anyway. He played this hotshot quarterback who was supposed well, was to be the same guy. Yeah, I was yeah, just gonna say the week I think I can't remember. Twins played Arnie him. Or Hammer. They were Didn't twins. Didn't get a, a nice, Ar- a Army nice Hammer. Uh, Oscar nod this year, maybe. Maybe, maybe I'm even thinking of the wrong guy. But the point is that I haven't even seen draft day. Bo Callahan was supposed to be the number one pick. He was the quarterback, and then Kevin Costner, who was the GM of the Browns in the movie, uh, finds out that no one went to Bo Callahan's birthday party, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that was what caused him to. Take him off his board. So you, know, you hear that about actual quarterbacks who are successful in the NFL now. I'm not even sure you even need. It's just a silly thing. We've heard whispers about Kirk Cousins in that light. Right. Have we? Maybe. Whispers. Who whispers to you? I haven't heard that. Whispers. I got some sparrows out there in the streets. Oh. Streets talk. But he just got the biggest contract ever. So. You know, I just would that bother you at all? Would you be nervous, Greg? I none of uh, this pre-draft stuff on Rosen and his personality bothers me at all. If anything, I should have made that one of my promos uh, that I didn't want to hear coming up on NFL Total Access, the chosen one in New York. Like I don't want to see Josh Rosen in New York. First of all, he looks incredible. He, you know, I'm not 
a, a scout, but I love I love what I see from him probably more than any of the other quarterbacks on the field. And then second, I love his personality. I love that he's he's riding and dying for the Hebrews on Twitter. Like uh, yeah. I would have to root for the Jets if they took him. Hmm, that makes it more interesting for me. In <laughs> uh, other prospect news, Manish Mehta of the New York Daily News wrote Friday that they are looking obviously for Tom Brady's heir apparent in New England. And he wrote, could the evil empire rocket all the way up to number two by making a deal with the Giants? A few teams in the top 10, including the Jets, are fully aware of the Patriots' affinity for Mayfield. Baker. Hmm. I don't see that either. Baker doesn't strike me as a Patriot, as a Bill Belichick at all. I don't, I don't, I'm not, again, I'm not worried about the personality of it, of it all. It would cost a lot to get up to take one of these quarterbacks. So I kind of can't buy that from the Patriot uh, way of doing things, unless for whatever reason he started slipping and then he's in the mid teens or, you know, he's in the, you know, at 15 and that, and then well, maybe the cost isn't that high. Who knows? I mean, there are some outlets, Pro Football Focus, for instance thinks he's the best quarterback prospect they've they've evaluated yeah. in the last four or five years. It would years. be stunning if he Baker fell is. out of the top five. Baker is, for, for his accuracy, essentially. that they, they You know, different people evaluate it differently. I mean, maybe they like what they see out of him. I wouldn't totally doubt that, but I don't buy that they would be trading up. And uh, finally, just an update for you uh, Graybeards fans out there. We're now, we've lost three players. Luke Boanko, of course, which we broke in at the end of uh, Wednesday's, Wednesday's podcast, <laughs> signed with the Pats. Uh, Coney Ealy signed with the Cowboys. And yes, Jordan Matthews, also a Graybeards wide receiver, signed with the Patriots. That's my team of free agents that had not been signed yet that I, I put out every year. Lindsay, I don't know I, if you're caught up that. on the reading I knew that. side of my career. They're behind on that as well. There are so many sides. No big deal. You're so multifaceted. (laughs) That's what's happening in the news. Okay. This is fun. Uh, Lindsay, total pro. She's got many, many major awards. How many trophies do you have as a broadcaster? I don't know. Over under four and a half trophies. I don't want to have this conversation. It's definitely over. Over under one and a half Emmys. Regional Regional and national. Regional, no, no national. So an over. We're still working on the national. Okay. I mean, just what I'm talking because we said Dan sends out a picture with every you know pre-show email, and he's got <laughs> he one of you, you know, accepting some sort of award. Is that an Emmy? It's like a lifeguard award or something. <laughs> <it's> like. <laughs> it is not regional. That's an Emmy right there. That, that's not an Emmy. What is this? You know what an Emmy looks a, like? A, a genie award. The women in sports. So my point is, and Lindsay's uncomfortable talking about her success. That she's a pro. We've only had one award. We were best n- new new podcast, best of iTunes, 2013. That's yeah. amazing. We're still, you know, yeah. But did really, you actually get a trophy? Did they really send you an iTunes trophy? We're sitting on that. We did get a Stitcher trophy. Yeah, well, we got they, a Stitcher award. They too. said it was coming in the mail. It never came. Um, but oh, our, it came. It, it came. But I think it's been the. The what is it called? The statute of limitations is up. I think we can just say what happened. Yeah. Well, Lindsay, one of our old producers. Yeah. Took it. Lindsay Fulton would never do such a thing, uh, but we had a prior producer uh, when the Stitcher company, after giving us like top football podcast, uh-huh. uh, sent our producer at the time an email saying, hey, where should we send the award? She gave her home address. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That's pretty funny. It's I kind of give a, you know, I, I like, almost like hey. I'd rather have the story. And just right. let that happen than the actual, the actual award. So I'm all put it this way. She needed it more than us if she was going to. Literally steal our award. So you guys have the lock trophies. So much cooler. Yeah, it's true. That's true. We got the lock trophies. Anyway, back on point. <laughs> we digress. Lindsay, total pro. She reads copy all the time. That's part of her gig. Promos for Total Access. Again, the flagship program of NFL Network, uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. This is what a you're a standard boilerplate type Lindsay promo sounds like that you could hear all week uh, on our network. Oh, wow. Oh, what is this? This is like the open. Touchdown in Los Angeles. The Rams have Brandon Cooks. The Patriots have LA's draft pick. What will they do with it? Their all-time leader in postseason sacks thinks something's up. Plus, changing the game. How the NFC South's <laughs> approach to their rosters is resetting the way we look at running okay, backs could, in the NFL. You get it. And red carpets and so, green rooms. It's, it's yeah. long, we'll this is a longer one. This is the I, open yeah. of the show. This is oh, the beginning okay. of Total Access, okay. not the. So what you guys were talking about are like the similar. The, 
14 yes. second yes. top. We, I, we call them topicals. But you know what? I there are there promos that are throughout topicals. The there are certain That's what we like that. There are certain points in each one of these promos that I did try to hit it. I I made sure that each one has a plus. Yeah, they all okay. have plus. Yeah, that I've noticed. <laughs> All right, so if you could, we, Greg I love and that I you took notes. Greg and I, like, oh, it's a commercial. Hold on, I need to, I need to do some homework on this. <laughs> Greg and I have both worked up copy of topicals for okay. you to read for us. And uh, Greg, do you want to get us going? Sure. All right, so Greg is handing you the copy. Lindsay has not seen this, so she is reading it for the first time. Uh, and let's, <laughs> we're gonna wait um, for Lindsay full time behind the glass to give Lindsay a little of that music to get her in the headspace. Okay. Oh, I missed my end. Sorry. Go. All right, start over. Yeah, no, okay. Let's well, no, we don't need the, we yeah. don't need to redo the music. I just, you know, okay, okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Tonight on NFL Total Access, Tom Bray Dunn. <laughs> we put the goat out to pasture and learn what the Hoyer era will look like. Plus, <laughs> what does Gronk's barely literate Insta post mean for his future? All that and special in-studio guest Lions kicker Matt Prater. Tonight, 7 Eastern. That was a good one. That's a good one. Um, Again, these are promos I don't want to hear. This would be my, my worst case scenario. And, ca- and the counter of that. Um, That's awesome. As you might imagine, Greg, which you could have guessed, I would have a Patriots one. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, know that. So, I thought, I that thought was, it w- you know what? You like you really did watch because this is paced out very similarly I, to I feel ours. like it's in my brain. I think I've heard it over the last four years, <laughs> but it's just part of me. All right. So here's a, another That's Patriots good. one. Lindsay, take it away. Bill, we trust the Patriots have severed ties with Tom Brady, and we have NFL.com's Greg Rosenthal in studio to tell us why it's not that big a deal. Also, <laughs> Gronk caught leaving his home after the Pat's 6 p.m. offseason curfew. Is he next to go? Tonight, 7 Eastern. <laughs> well, <laughs> you would totally go on TA and be like, well, you know, it's not that big a deal. Uh, <laughs> it's Greg's whole thing. No matter what happens to the Patriots, eh, it's fine. It's fine. Everybody's got to calm down. 6 p.m. curfew. Well, for, first of all, I'm I'm happy I got on Total Access. Like, this is a promo. I think I would it would be worth it for Tom Brady to retire for me to get that kind of spot. Not only that on would the be show, a good pop, but that I'm in the, the topical. I'm in the pro. And if Tom Brady does retire, you are our first call. Ooh, all right. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> like, forget Willie McGinnis. Wait, breaking other- news. Tom Brady's out. Greg, can we get him on the horn? <laughs> like, forget the 4,000 expatriates we employ. Let's get, let's get like Jim, Tr- Jim Trotter is like texting with Tom Brady. He's like, Jim, move aside. We got to get Greg in here. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. All right. Tonight on NFL Total Access, is Indomitian becoming a Sioux nightmare for the Rams? Plus, Michael Robinson on how the Saints recover from Alvin Kamara's injury, David Carr on why he doesn't respect Les Snead's hair, and special in-studio guest Titans tight end, Philip Supernaw. <laughs> Tonight, 7 Eastern. <laughs> you got me there. Supernaw. Supernaw. Um... Sue Nightmare, I enjoy. Sue quite Nightmare a bit. was good. Um, here we go. I would not. I would not want any of that to happen. The Rams going downhill. You know, I mean, I feel like that could. Couldn't that? Couldn't you see that legitimately being a promo in Week Three if they're zero and two or whatever? Like that. That could be ha- coming. I, and they, I don't want that. I mean, the, these are things we don't want. It's true. They are the oh. reigning team of ATL, and there's so many expectations. If they get in a slow start, get to off to a slow start, especially our network, because we're so close with the Rams, it's going to be like a story that's going to be constant on and, our network. And we, absolutely, and we want, so. And we want, like, I would hate to see Carr in his hair not respect no. Les Snead's hair game. Like that would be that'd be hard. Les Snead's hair has a lot less product in it. Mm, so I think, you know, we could do like a battle of the hair. I, I wanted it to say like Derek Carr on why he's no longer speak or David Carr on why he's no longer speaking with David or Derek. <laughs> totally bought that. I want to say I'll say this and maybe because you, you once brokered a piece between Greg and I and Derek Carr famously last year. He unblocked us because of you and, and David. I would say and hair respects hair. Yeah. Maybe a little less product for David if you want to pass that up. Whoa. Just a little bit. I don't think I'm going to pass that along. Okay. I don't think I'm going to do that. Then let's then let's just move forward. We did put a a beret on his head. I think it was two weeks ago. Yeah. And we took the beret off, and his hair had not moved. <laughs> That's awesome. 
All right, next. Tonight on NFL Total Access, the Jets shocked the league and their fans by picking Hofstra nose tackle Barry Rump with the third overall pick. Will Josh McCown's new five-year extension bring peace to the Big Apple tonight, that, 7 Eastern? That a, one didn't pace out quite as well, but, no. you know, the, the point was there. The fear is that the Jets botch this monumentally and don't take a quarterback. And don't, don't think it's not in the back of the mind of every Jet fan, despite everything you're hearing, that the Jets could talk themselves out of the number three quarterback. Mm. Just be, They're totally I, like Quentin Nelson. And go rump. Yeah, I think Quentin Nelson seems like the more believable one that you're like, what, a guard? But yeah. yeah. That would be- I mean, I, you were making a point. My point. Would you be really disappointed if it was Quentin Nelson? Uh, yes. Like, I'd it's be, not sexy, but I'd there's be talent. literally crushed. Crushed. You don't move up from literally. six to three to take a guard. <laughs> I don't care how good the guard is. And Dominican Sue crushes Dan tonight, <laughs> 7 Eastern. All right. All right, this is my last But one. I think, I really do think... Obviously, I think the Jets will take a quarterback. But there's that fear. You know, Big Mac, and I met Big Mac in Orlando. He seemed like a nice guy. He wasn't going to tell me anything. No. But everyone is like, you know, we're going to do the right thing. We're going to get our guy. Uh, but there's also a lot of pressure on that general manager. What if he just gets spooked and bails? And well, how, takes what's he going to do? It? It's Chubb. not that hard. What if hard. he takes, like, Chubb? There's no way they traded uh, traded four picks to move. They talk themselves into Chubb as the next LT or something. I don't know. Okay. I could see the Patriots doing that. Mm. Yeah. They yeah. could use a pass rush. But, okay. All right. Let's move on. Tonight on NFL Total Access is Phillip Rivers running dry. We discuss nice. the Chargers' lack of wins and their quarterback's lack of new offspring. Plus, <laughs> Willie McGinnis pumps up the Patriots. Reggie Wayne talks shit on the Patriots. Wow. And special in-studio guest Saints tight end Michael Human. Oh, shoot. I needed to prepare. Hold on. <laughs> Humanawanui. Got it. Okay. That's Tonight, 7 we'll Eastern. <laughs> I need, I need to, like, you know, think. I need just a minute to wrap my brain around that name before I say it. Humanamanui. Humanamanui. I always like it when right at the end it's always, like, a really random <laughs> player that you weren't expecting. That you know, And. It's like, and Jaguar safety, Don Carey. <laughs> right. It would be sad if. If Philip Rivers doesn't win any games, but I, also if he stops, or stops procreating, yeah. the Willie, yeah. Re, the Willie and Reggie thing is that happens a lot. It's like Willie Re, defends the Patriots. Yeah. Reggie talks. Yeah, Reggie, Reggie, you know. Yeah, there's it'll be like Sean O'Hare. Reggie like talks trash on the Patriots. Willie defends the Patriots. Coming up, <laughs> <laughs> not a bad gig. No. Good. Oh, there's another one. Okay. <laughs> NFL Total Access dinosaurs are back and they are not happy. What does it mean for the Titans and Jags on Thursday night football? <laughs> so you are not going to believe what Josh Norman said this time. <laughs> Coming up 7 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> I forgot that part. Sorry. That's perfect. Oh, That's perfect. dinosaurs are back. <laughs> That's perfect because I often do wonder when there's like this crazy major world life event. But you guys, that's not your job to talk about that. Unless the dinosaurs are you gotta, pissed you off gotta, you gotta, on you gotta, the rampage. You usually have to pivot to like how. What does it, it mean for the Lions right, how does in it, FC North? How does it affect the, the football? <laughs> that's really good. I um, that, that was fun. <laughs> We're bringing that back when Lindsay's. Yeah, that, I think that might have to be a staple. Well done, Lindsay. You're I just pro. hope that your listeners have the total access music in their head for the rest of the day. Because I think, I realize it's not like, it's not exactly a jingle, it's not catchy, but I walk around singing it mm. during commercial breaks. It is. I like it when the music dun. came on, though, that in your voice, it was a different Lindsay Rhodes in the room. It was like a pro. It was the Tonight. Pro, it was the pro voice. Do you think it's the same? Uh, Lindsay Fulton, can you play our outro music? Do you think it's the same composer? Because it definitely has that type of vibe to it. I'm feeling both of them. The Wednesday. <laughs> that was good. She does listen. That's good. See, that's good, too. That is good. We actually did about three or four <clears throat> years ago a contest to pick the new outro song. Yeah. I would say you could talk about changing it, but I don't know. I'm still no, feeling I really good about like that. It. I like that. All these years later. Yeah, yours is, it's cool. It has, it's, it's a good outro. 
Like you need something more driving to be the promo or the open or right. something like that, which is the TA music that we've been listening to. It's got to get you pumped up. That's, That's true. kind of like a come down, you know, like, all right. Yeah, we did it. Feel good about yourself. We all did it. Let's all pat have ourselves a, on the back have about this. Have a good this. rest of the day. In-house music. Rights free. Copyright. No co- copyright infringement to worry about. Shadowy League figures. Calm down. Sit down in your chairs. <laughs> <laughs> or at your standing desk. <laughs> your standing desk. The person person who sits next to me, one of our producers, got a standing desk. Everybody's got to calm down, by the way, at the standing desk. It stresses me out because she has like weights now and everything, and she just makes me feel like a I failure. think it's awesome, but it, you're, it's suddenly spreading like wildfire in right. our newsroom. And you could follow the, That's hot. the breadcrumbs on this. There was some changes in the newsroom in terms of management structure, and I think you know all of a sudden, you know the the piggy bank's been cracked open. Everybody's getting new desks. Maybe we should. Maybe we should take advantage of this. Does NFL Network pay for your standing desk? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, not for. I don't know if they would pay for ours. But I should I, totally I, get one and those, then always leaving it all in of the those sit- standing sitting desks position. Are are paid for by the company. I and think- just stress someone out whose job it is to balance the budget. Be like, you. Uh, <clears throat> I notice you haven't been standing lately. Uh, are you sure you need this? <laughs> like a, a like it's almost like speaking of lifeguards, someone that sits in a high chair and makes sure that all the standing desks are getting enough standing per day. Like there's got to be a minimum. Whistle. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. It's time to do the mailbag. So let's go through uh, some questions from you, the listeners. We'll start. Greg, we'll start with you because I'm interested in this one. This is from Anton Ere, who tweets, is the trade tsunami here to stay or is it just a one-year experiment for some teams? I don't know about experiments, the way to put it, but in general, there's no doubt that there was a big uptick in trades. Is this the new Mm. lay of the land in the NFL? I hope it is because it's more fun to cover and to be a fan of, but do you think this will be something we always see now? Yeah, I think it's here to stay because I think free a- great free agents are getting to the market less and less. Teams have so much cap space now that it's easier to re- resign everyone that you want. And so the only way to really get quality new players is through creative means like trades. And since you have all the extra cap space, I think you can make these kind of trades a lot easier. Like the, the Robert Quinn trade would have never happened in the past. The Aqib Tlaib trade would have never happened in the past. Those teams would have just cut their guys. But now it's like, oh, we can get a fourth or fifth round pick and you make a trade. I don't understand why there there weren't more trades in the past. Like, I think also why was that like, not part like of risk, the business model? Right. That I totally agree with that. Risk averse, like old school GMs. I don't know. Like the Patriots have made more trades than any team over the in the Eagles this decade. And now I think it's like, oh, those are two pretty good teams. Maybe we should do that. Uh, all right. Good answer. By the way, I was a little Both worried yesterday. I don't know if you guys Comments. felt the earthquake in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. I didn't that, feel it. Five that, point whatever. Yeah, that, uh, that maybe, you know, that was a little, I was a little worried that an uh, actual tsunami yeah. might be coming. That know, would be bad for your business. Bad karma. There'd be a little blood on your hands We're talking there. about tsunamis. A little bit of blood on your hands. This one from at Nicholas McGee 24. Like, whatever. Moving on. He's like, I've got these great okay, so eight questions. A few people would die. Well, I got a question. I mean, what are we going to say? If a tsunami hits, is it Greg's fault? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, we can dig in a little further. We're far enough inland. Uh, from Nicholas McGee, my wife and I are expecting our first child in September. Congratulations. Any suggestions for names? I'm a 49ers fan, and my wife is open to NFL-inspired names. Mm. Let me jump in on this one. I'm going to offer one. You guys could... Uh, say what you think. Agree, okay. disagree. The name is Nickel. The last name is McGee. Jimmy G. McGee. <laughs> but Jimmy. the fo- his name is Jimmy G. McGee. I mean, what uh, what's not to love? What about like what if you went you the, like the, give him the, the last the name G, for the first yeah. name and went like Montana McGee or not bad? You know what I mean? I like, like that. There's you, a lot of Brady's Lynch. in New England. Lynch McGee. A lot of Brady's growing up in New England because of that. Yeah. I mean, Joe Montana McGee is pretty good. Montana well, I mean, works just, as a middle name. No. That's too – it's too on the nose. Like, you can't actually steal his entire name. <laughs> I guess so. What about Jimmy G? It has McGee? to be an homage. You like that? Jimmy G. I, Jimmy G. McGee. Like, would G actually be part of the name? Yeah, it'd be his middle name, just G. Oh, okay. Just the letter G? Yeah. That's cool. You would confuse people, get people more for eternity. Yeah, people get, should get more creative with middle names. Jimmy G. McGee? Or just do away with them. I hope I, it, the problem would be like Mark famously 
named uh, one of his sons after Colt McCoy. So it always can turn out less than ideally if the player doesn't pan out. But Jimmy G, we're all feeling pretty good about that. I mean, do you like to gamble? You could go Sherman. That's a big gamble. I mean. <laughs> Baker. Baker. No. I named my son after a 30-year-old running back coming off an Achilles tendon tear. I'm like, all right. <laughs> good luck. Uh, moving on, the, the Rams versus 49ers. A thing next year? Lindsay, is it time? Is it the, is the rivalry already here? This is from Alexander C. Sandoval. Rams Niners? Yeah. Absolutely. Or is it take another year or so? No, I think it's there. I think it's there. And I think uh, Garoppolo is the reason why. I mean, they've put pieces around him. I have full faith in – I think John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan have, have uh, illustrated for us that they actually know what they're doing. And so we can kind of like give them the benefit of the doubt in certain areas that they're going to make the right moves in order to – but the Jimmy G – Signing is off the and, charts in my book, well, and uh, that type of quarterback puts you in the mix. And McVeigh and Shanahan, you can tell they're going to be really competitive with each other. I don't think they love the fact that they're in the same division and they're going to be butting heads. But because they are now, it's like it's like all business. We, you know, one, you know, the the mentor and the pupil, and like the two hot sort of offensive minds, and like. I think Pete Traeger pointed this out that I think it'll even be a little bit in the Rams mind how the 49ers just wiped the floor with their backups in Los Angeles. I know it was a week 17 game they didn't care about, but man, they wiped the floor with them and they enjoyed it. If the Patriots take those two draft picks to move up and get a quarterback, it's not going to happen. Or use one of the first round picks on a quarterback. That could happen. I think. Why didn't they just keep Jimmy G then? Well, well, one of those picks is Jimmy G, uh, the the second round pick, because they couldn't keep him under contract. That was why. Couldn't they? Have, well, we well, plus if you, so it depends on what yeah, how much stock agent. you put into the Seth Wickersham article. But it sounded like, according to that article, Seth contends that his sources tell him that Belichick wanted to hold on to him. Right. So it, it does buy you this, time getting a 22 year old prospect. If they did go get one, then I think that could be an indication that Belichick went back and said, "Like, look, see, we got rid of that guy. That's what we could have had. Like, you it, know, they weren't right. going to give him 25. Let me do what I want to do. We have to have a guy. He wasn't. His agent wasn't even listening to whatever they were trying to pull off. As he shouldn't. You know, I get it. He has the same agent as Tom Brady. They were. Kind of screwed by that from the beginning. This from Corey Gardner at Runs Trail Ultras. What are the odds, Mark, with a K? Come on, come on, Corey. It's Mark with a C. You know that. Uh, Never returns from the USO tour and just keeps wandering Europe in a wanderlust stupor. I'm going to say very little uh, because in this case, again, he is the responsibility of the United States government and armed services so it's their job to get him back home to his family and that's they, true they, they'd get the job done otherwise although if it was a little looser in the terms of the structure of the, of the of the trip i think it would be probably a coin flip <laughs> this from brian adams at year of the brian nice handle uh to the guys when you bought your me undies did you get the ones with the wiener hole part oh. in the front or without I got the ones without. Huge mistake. Thoughts. I'll hang up and take my answer off air. Thanks. This is a real tweet. I just thought like Dan wrote this up because <laughs> he this. wanted to answer this question. So it just sounded like Dan. I'm just. Uh, I never got any. In fact, I even the the free ones they gave us, I gave away. Hmm. Oh right, to Wes's girlfriend. Famously, yeah. Famously, strangely, which was a interesting move. I don't know. I I didn't put a lot of thought into it, Bri. Uh, PJ at the Asmon. What person slash persons are you hoping gets the Monday Night Football analyst gig? Who do you predict will? Lindsay. Also, you can answer the Miandi's question if you want. Mm, I'm going to not. Okay. Uh, uh, Monday Night Football. I don't know. Someone. I don't know. I know Lewis Riddick wants it. I like that, though. I like Lewis Riddick. I, I really but, like Lewis Riddick in the studio. I have no idea what he would be like on a game because I haven't heard I'd it. I take my chances that he could make he could make me smarter watching football with a little more. Definitely. So I. But would I'd he be, be kind of, um, like would you need a three person booth if you did that? So you had somebody who was just there for a little bit of like to lighten it a little bit because he's a really serious guy, which I enjoy. Like I'm a big fan of 
of his style of analysis and Mike Mayock's style of analysis, but from just a broadcast of three I'm, hours long, maybe I'm that fine with that because of- like the the level of like funny is only going to get so high on a football broadcast anyway. So just give me the give me the info. So. But it's, saying, it's a prime time, you know, I'm it's not like me, a midday. Yeah, it's not for Right. I, I'm thinking get, from a Dennis studio executive. Abs- I mean, that I didn't need to be as emphatic about that. Um, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. No. I, I'm saying maybe more of an analyst who, so like Romo brings that energy, yeah. you know, but also really strong analysis. Sure. I love Tony Romo as an analyst. Uh, yeah. But. So maybe That's maybe you need idea. somebody who's going to bring that energy. Do Romo. No, he Just is do, under lock and key at CBS. How about I'm going to pound the table for Bruce Arians again? Oh yeah, that's good. Cutler, I think Cutler would be fun based on also based on what but, Adam Gase told us at the oh, owners gracious. meeting that he thinks Cutler would just kind of have no problems like ripping people. Right. So Which that, you always, that sounds that's fun. What you look for. But he would also be low energy. And Arians is kind True. of surprisingly low energy. Like in That's his answers, true. he says all sorts of things that you're like, oh, my gosh, he just cost it so rad. He's amazing. I want to have a beer with him. But he's 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 a low energy deliverer. Mm, that's a good point. Uh, all right. Moving on. Nick, <laughs> do we have an answer? I have to keep the show moving. No, we, we like Riddick in some way, shape or form. OK, I think Riddick, that's what we just like decided. Right. Arian, I, 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 like I understand the point you're making about Arians. I didn't look at it that way, but I think it would be worth a trial because he has the know how he's not afraid to speak his mind. and He's just. A type of guy you'd like to spend three hours with. Maybe. Or it wouldn't work. It's fun. It's a fun experiment always. Nick Blitchington writes, what has been your favorite move of the offseason so far? Greg. I'd say the Marcus Peters trade. I think that the money that they don't have to pay him, essentially, that it's basically like a two-year, $10 million contract. This year, it's 1.8. It's like I, that it just felt like such a steal to add a top five cornerback. I think that of all the things, the Rams and really anyone's done, that's number one for me. That's a good point. That's a good point. That is a really, yeah. really, I was going to throw Sue out there. I just, in general, the Rams off season has been a lot of fun and ballsy and kind of fascinating to me. Um, so I would say Sue Peters is another good one. Stand yeah. for the Rams. Uh, Solder is a huge signing for the giants. I think. Yeah. They needed help there and it hurt the Patriots. Uh-oh. What do you got? Here's another signing. The, San- the Saints have signed restricted free agent receiver Cameron Meredith from the Bears to a two-year $9.6 million offer, st- offer sheet. I think this is the first restricted free agent to sign elsewhere, uh, wow. Kyle Fuller. But I like this. Actually, I wanted to put this in the show because Cameron Meredith was awesome two years ago. He's coming off a torn ACL, so that's why the money's not too high. But I kind of like that. Risk reward. Wait, they signed the him to an offer sheet or the. They, they signed him to an offer sheet. The Bears will now have five days to match. Okay. So we had one other one, right? Fuller. Yeah, Fuller, which did get matched by Fuller, the Bears. So yeah. they were both on the Bears. I would think the Bears would match this, but you never know. It's a new regime. Cameron okay. Meredith was awesome two years ago. Breaking news something. awesome? Huh? Yes. He's a number. He was the best receiver on an NFL team, like easily. Hmm. Uh, okay. Dan's not sold. Well, Greg, he has a bit that he doesn't like when why I the with shade? The breaking news. Sometimes so, I go. Some, why the sometimes sh- Greg's breaking news isn't quite breaking news, and it, it sullies get... the breaking news brand. Mm. That's all. Mm. No. So it's more like a trust a issue. One. I'm that's dealing a good with. one. I think anything that crosses Here, the this, wire. Here, this while you would guys be are doing troubling. This counts. would be troubling the brand. The Chiefs have promoted Dave Taub to assistant <laughs> head coach. Been the special teams coordinator for five years. Now gets another title. Well, I agree with that. Assistant one. head coach. Oh, okay, that's definitely <laughs> breaking news. Congratulations, <laughs> Dave. This happened. And finally, from Paul Silva, what's one of your guys' guilty pleasure? Could be a song, a show, a movie, whatever. Lindsay, start with you. Let's start with Greg. Greg. Let's start with Dan. All right. I need some suggestions. I put a lot of thought into this this morning because what is a guilty pleasure? Right. I don't you have feel to have some level of like shame. Right. Um, so at first I was like thinking, oh, maybe it's, you know, like I've talked about Steven Seagal movies of yesteryear, but I'm oh, not really gosh. ashamed of that. It's just, you should be, oh, whatever. I, I'm not ashamed of it. I have no guilt. And then I was thinking, um, you know, some people would be like, oh, if I said, oh, I like, like Taylor Swift and I like like female power pop. It's like, I'm not ashamed of that. Yeah. I'd like be ashamed maybe of some describing people describing it that way. Yeah. 
Well, whatever. But again, I don't have any guilt over liking that type of 1989 music. is just rocking oh, my house this banger. year because my daughter first started listening to just it kind discovered. of in January. And it's just it's taken over. See, it is, uh, it's the year of 1989. Taylor Swift, Lord, I'm all in. No guilt. And then I thought I do watch a lot of kind of true crime shows like Forensic Files I'll watch or like a Dateline. And the ones that I really enjoy the most are the ones that are just like the terrible tragedies senseless murders in quiet communities and that's like oh this is a good one i'm into this i'm a little guilty about watching yeah, that, makes that. Sense. that's a guilty pleasure it's like the more tragic it is the more i'm into it that's a guilty that says pleasure. a lot about you well keeping it real over here yeah i think this is a problem we're getting too old at least dan and i um to feel guilty about things that we enjoy it's one of the better things about getting older guilty about it yeah it's a great thing i would normally uh on most years you could have said i i could have answered this as, as the bachelor mm-hmm. watching the bachelor mm. but this last season i was I heard people are bailing on the bachelor yeah i, I bailed i bailed on but the that bachelor. you would classify that i'm out in oh that's 100 percent of a guilty that's guilty yeah. Whether it's pleasureful or not is to be debated, but it's a hundred percent guilty. It's so, so bad. Yeah. And I watch it, it's almost like a hate watch. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to like be judgmental of the people. Right. I just to make yourself feel better about yourself a little bit. So no. Is that part of the appeal of the watching The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? I suppose. Hmm. The one thing that I, I do feel guilty about is I do get us weekly. Hmm. There you go. And I feel 100% guilty about that because of the invasive nature of it. It's like one of those things where if I'm on a plane and I actually don't have – I can't, you know, be parenting or whatever. Right. Like when I flew to Super Bowl, I had my S-Weeklies and I was kind of embarrassed to get them out. Hmm. Like I didn't want to be seen reading it, but that's my turn okay, the so brain that, off. That's real. That's and, a guilty pleasure. Yeah. So Lindsay, the gossip rags, Dan, true crime television – Greg, you gotta have something. You can't come out of this segment. I gave you a text with a heads up. Something, Greg. Oh God. What would I feel Is everything highbrow? No, not highbrow. Like I love so like I love Top Chef. Uh, but why would I feel guilty you about it? You wouldn't. I almost I, I almost feel guilty. I'm I'm kind of okay, here's what I I I'm, uh, things I'm out on, but that's not really a pleasure. I'm out on TV. I'm done. I've kind of with I TV. feel I feel a little out of Are you step. turning a guilty pleasure into a humble brag? It's definitely not a right? humble brag. No. Why would that, it feels like you're out of step. It's like it's like while your entire timeline's talking about the masters. It's like that feeling, which I know you also have. It's like, all right, like all right, let's wait till this is done. Right. But like no TV? No like, Netflix, not like, not like no program, HBO, no like, Showtime. I mean, I get network. Yeah, I don't have but, the patience. Like, uh, but that's beside. The except point. for This Is Us, which literally I've cried to every <laughs> single episode I've seen, including last night. I watched one on GVR and I just. I've definitely got into Taylor Swift this year because, but I, I don't feel guilty about that. All right, well, great. Would you, You're if you pulled man. up, if you pulled up to perfect. work here, right, and you got out your uh, your key your key card to swipe and you had to roll your window down and Taylor Swift was playing. Would you turn it down? No. The only time I would ever do that is if it's <laughs> has, uh, unsavory words, you know, coming out, then, then you might, you might turn it down, but that's not going to happen on Taylor. No, probably not. All right, Greg. <laughs> well, we all aspire to be like you. Well, why? <laughs> Nothing to be guilty about. That's not that. I just don't have a good answer. I don't I didn't have a good answer for another one of your questions. The me undies. Um, oh, thanks for bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, All that right, was a Brian. real question. <laughs> Life of Brian. Uh, your invasive questions. Lindsay, you've said it all, and you've done it again. Thank you for joining us today. Total Access, NFL Network, 7 p.m. Monday through Friday. It's on Saturday, too, but Lindsay's not on mm. it, so it's funny. optional that day. It it has been my pleasure. This is becoming a very formal thank you Uh <laughs> It's funny. I remember the last time we had a mailbag question of guilty pleasure. Dan got upset with my answer that time, too. It was like Miley Cyrus three years ago. So here's here's not here's what's not a guilty pleasure. The mailbag. Let's get rid of it. We've done it enough. Just, Greg, what you need (laughs) to do is. This is also classic Greg hitting out now. If if anything comes up that you say, you know what? Uh, that just be on the lookout for guilty pleasures. I said that is a guilty pleasure. And then like write yourself a note in your phone. Right. It's going to come up again. It'll happen. Have it ready to go. And for the listeners, Greg doesn't go on the subreddit. He doesn't like the mailbag. I will stay in touch with you. You will remain a part of the show. Because <laughs> that's his guilty pleasure. Right. I can't Tell get him enough how great of the fans. He is. All right. That's it. Stan Hans is signing off for Lindsay Rhodes. Greg Rosenthal. Mr. Perfect himself. And Lindsay Fulton behind the glass. 
till Monday. <laughs>you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.